to Stars, Stones, and Stories. I am your host, Rama, and together we are weaving ancient future wisdom as we birth the new earth. If you're into astrology, cosmology, living mythology, earth-based spirituality, and ancestral healing, you are home. If you've stumbled upon this podcast and are new to these topics, this is Sovereign Sanctuary to expand and deepen your wisdom. As a cosmic priestess, I witness many at the threshold of great transformation. I specialize in astrological divination, sacred site activations, and priestess arts for the Aquarian Age. You may learn more about my work and budding mystery school at earthseedtemplearts.com or follow Earthseed Temple Arts on Instagram. This community is your opportunity to claim your story, your unique identity and power, knowing that you are the hero of your own journey. You are a hologram for the collective and you matter. The world needs your gifts and creativity now more than ever. Crystallize your medicine. Oh, great ancient ones, great ancestors, we call to you. May you hear the voices of your descendants traversing through time and space. We humbly ask for your support, your wise medicine ways, and your genius solutions in these times. Dear ancestors, we wish to partner with you, for we know we cannot do this alone. As we traverse the mystery, we ask that you, our starry ancestors, are with us each breath of the way. May we have clarity of mind and crystalline vision to see through the dark. May we walk our paths of high holy truth, as that is what is needed now more than ever. And so it is. Welcome to the 777 Sirius Stargate. On this day of recording this transmission, this seventh day of the seventh month of this seven year, 2023, which adds up to this powerful, potent number of seven. Numbers are sequences and they are ultimately keys to unlock doors, to unlock gateways. And on this day, we are at a place in our astrology where the sun is aligned with the star of Sirius. The Sirius star system, the dog star, some call the god star, sparkling or scorching is the derivation of the word. And for the Egyptians, Sirius is known as Sabtet. Sabtet, the home of great mother Isis herself. Sabtet, the celestial goddess, the brightest visible star, only outshone by Venus. A space, a place of high vibration, deep love, 
and transcendental teachings for the planet Earth, a place where we may receive broadcasts from Sirius that awaken our souls, open us to our spiritual gifts, align us with our divine service. We can imagine, we can open our sensory system to perceive the ancient Syrian light transmitting to us through earth in these ancient future times. The Egyptian calendar was based on lunar cycles of about 30 days, and the heliacal rising of Sirius was aligned in a way so that it tracked the flooding of the Nile. The Nile, this melodic river that feeds all of life here on earth, that feeds all of civilizations. As above, so below, inscripted within the emerald tablets, given by Thoth, Tehuti, the god known as a creator god through astrology and astronomy, language, hieroglyphics, and so much more. And so as we consider the Milky Way and the Nile, they are one and the same. The Egyptians saw the Milky Way as a divine reflection to experience here on earth through the golden melodic Nile River. And we can use these past tense terms like the ancient Egyptians and they perceived this and that. However, these sacred wisdom teachings are still very much alive for us today. At times they are covert or hidden due to political reasons and power struggles throughout time and space through distortion timelines that are collapsing before our very eyes here on earth now on the 7th of July 2023 we are at such an interesting point in our cosmic consciousness evolution as humans We are at a place of seeing great chaos and disruption, yet turning to our hearts and our imaginations and our mind's eye for creativity, for inspiration, for hope, for faith, for promise, for potential, for a deep knowing that new frequencies are coming to our planet here and now. And so on a day like today, when our sun here on earth aligns with this beautiful sun, star, Sirius, we have an opportunity to give gratitude for the ancients and to call forth those from the future who can help guide us through these very particular times. This year, the heliacal rising for Sirius occurs on the Giza Plateau between the 1st and 2nd of August of 2023. The Giza Plateau in Egypt and Kemet is where the Great Pyramid and the Great Sphinx were manifested into form. 
we can consider the Great Pyramid as the seventh wonder of the ancient world. And each year we honor the Lion's Gate portal on the 8th of August, 8-8, as an essential date in the serious alignment. I'll be offering my yearly teaching and masterclass in honor of the Lion's Gate on August 8th, and this will be a virtual live taught teaching that will be recorded. And I encourage you to circle up with us if you would like to step deeper into these mystery school teachings. It will be an astrological, astronomical, and meditative journey. The sacred number seven is connected to the star system of Sirius. As I mentioned, numbers are keys that will unlock portals if an initiate knows how to work this frequency. The number seven is elevated in countless mystery schools. Seven is, in fact, the key to the third dimension reality. When we consider the Great Pyramid, all angles of it are divisible by the number seven. Everything on earth is encrypted, and seven is an essential key, an essential frequency to knowing this encryption system. Seven was a powerful number for women and magic throughout the ancient and the classical world. In Arabia, the seven imams or seven sages were also thought to be seven mothers who make royal decrees. The seven kritikas of pre-Vedic India were called the razors of the world who processed the power to judge men and cut them down with moon-shaped sickles. In Greece, at temples dedicated to Artemis and Athena, seven karatid stood as the columns of the temples. These karatid were moon priestesses, the seven high priestesses who are the pillars of wisdom called the seven mothers. In Greek mythos, the seven sisters of the Pleiades were a flock of doves born to Aphrodite, a Greek goddess who has ties to Hathor. In old Babylon, the new year originally began with the rising sign of the Pleiades rather than the more traditional sign of the ram. And we can see this connection to the seven sisters of the Pleiades and the seven Hathors. Within your physical body, you have seven main chakras, seven main wheels of light, energy portals, seven gates. And in many indigenous wisdom traditions, we often look to the seven generations that have come before and the seven generations yet to come. There are seven laws to the age of Aquarius the divine law of attraction, the divine law of resonance, the divine law of co-creation, the divine law of harmonic association, the divine law of design, the divine law of order, and the divine law of manifestation. Ultimately, seven is a number of trust and openness. And so I ask you, how may you trust the process of your life and allow your experience to open before you like the petals of a rose? In yogic philosophy, seven is the auric 
body, the electromagnetic field of the energy that surrounds and protects your physical manifestation. The aura is also a container for our pranic body, our breath body, our vital life force. A seven frequency guides to utilize the auric field as a platform of elevation, of mercy, of security, of love to ultimately uplift others. This frequency is very much aligned to the planet Venus. And if you desire to strengthen the auric field, you are encouraged to wear natural fibers and to wear the color white and meditate often. In honor of the 777 gateway, I invite you to affirm, I am a vibrational match to all of my desires. I am a vibrational match to all of my desires. I am a vibrational match to all of my desires. As we gather around on this Venus day, on this gateway, in honor of the Sirius star system and the beginning emergence of that lion's gate portal, as we prepare for this most potent Venus retrograde in Leo, which we are already immersed within that front end shadow, I encourage you to utilize this summer to reflect and review and to come home to yourself in so many ways, to come home to your heart, to come home to your authenticity. Now is the time. It is such an honor and a joy to circle back around with you all through stars, stones, and stories. I took an inadvertent, unplanned summer sabbatical, and I've been away from recording for you for the past four weeks. And it has been such a nourishing journey for me to take time off from writing and podcasting and to really go deep within into a place of quiet. As many of you know, I was on pilgrimage in Kemet with a beautiful group of women and my daughter. And it was amazing. And I welcomed in my solar return. And now I'm preparing for the first pass of my Uranus opposition. So it is such a personally profound time for me. And I was working so hard to prepare content for you all before I left for my pilgrimage. And Although I had everything organized and aligned, every time I sat down to record, the words would just not flow. And I tried and I tried and I tried and I finally surrendered and I said, I let go. I let go and it's all going to be okay. I can just let go and let it flow. And so for the month of June, I've been very quiet and I allowed my time and Kemet to be a time to really come into a deeper communion with the land and the Neturu, the spirits of nature. When we consider Netur, 
the realm of the netter. Netter is something that is beautiful and also connected to the gods and the goddesses of ancient Egypt, this ancient future land. And these gods and goddesses appear in archetypal forms to connect us to the various aspects of nature. The whole Egyptian cosmology exists to align you with your connection to the powerful elements. And what a beautiful way to participate in such a journey as to swim in the holy waters and bask in the sun and breathe in the air and walk on the land and allow tears to be shed and stories to be shared and songs to be sung. It was a powerful time to travel in Egypt and I am so grateful so grateful for these pilgrimages and I already have people curious about what is coming up next and I wish to say that yes there will be pilgrimages offered in 2024 definitely to Egypt and we shall see about other locations. I encourage you to make sure you're receiving my weekly Venetian love notes if you are interested in future pilgrimages and I plan to have all the details out about my 2024 pilgrimages by this September. And so in this episode, we will explore what is coming up astrologically. However, I wish to take you on a bit of journey of what we missed while I was abroad and what I had hoped to deliver to you all before I departed. So we're going to briefly review some of the major transits of June into early July. On Sunday, the 11th of June, we had Mercury shift into one of its home signs of Gemini. So this planetary frequency of communication, perception, and reasoning shifted from earthy and stable Taurus into airy and mutable Gemini. Mercury traveled through the sign of Gemini until the 26th of June, where it then shifted into sweet and sensitive and tenacious cancer, this water cardinal sign that knows how to take action. And so we've had this opportunity this summer to really express our true nature and to commune with our beloveds in a sociable and lively way, but also in a very sensitive and nourishing way that can ultimately create safety for deep dives in conversations. On the Sunday, the 11th of June, Pluto also shifted retrograde in Capricorn. Now, Pluto retrograded the 1st of May of this year at 0 degrees 22 arc minutes Aquarius. And as it has shifted into the sign of Capricorn, we are collectively reviewing the major lessons and themes that we've been experiencing with Pluto in Capricorn since 2008. Between this year of 2023 and through the end of the year of 2025, Pluto will shift back and forth between the signs of Capricorn and Aquarius. 
bridging this gap in consciousness, bridging this gap in ages, a shift in age. When I say age, I mean a paradigm, a a way of culture exhibiting itself in collective reality on the earth and a way that we as humans are going through a deep process of transformation. Where Pluto lives, there is a great potential for the rising of Kundalini, an opportunity for regeneration and renewal. And therefore, we have these paradigms closing and ways of relating through collective reality that are no longer working. Essentially, an old age is dying and a new age is coming to light. Now, Pluto will station direct at 27 degrees, 53 arc minutes Capricorn on the 10th of October this fall. And really between now and the end of October, we have some pretty intense astrology happening. We have a lot of planets retrograde, including this Venus retrograde we're preparing for. And in August, we'll have another Mercury retrograde. Once we clear those, then we're preparing for the fall eclipse season. And I share this with you because, yes, the astrology is pretty intense right now. And that means what can you do in your life to navigate through the intensity in a very conscious way? I invite you to affirm I am connecting with the star beings to receive cosmic guidance through transition of the ages. I connect to my true home, which is the living and breathing multiverse. Now, on Saturday, the 17th of June, we also had another planet shift retrograde, and that is Saturn, this beautiful planetary force that acts as a bridge between the body and the spirit and teaching you how to be here now. Saturn shifted retrograde at 7 degrees, 13 arc minutes Pisces. And as a refresher, Saturn entered into the sign of Pisces on the 7th of March of 2023. Saturn will shift direct at 0 degrees, 30 arc minutes Pisces on the 4th of November. So between now and November, this Lord of the material world is distilling transpersonal at the real opportunities for you to develop your boundlessness. During a Saturn retrograde, you are invited to be more patient and to avoid rushing or forcing activities, particularly around business and particularly wherever those early degrees of Pisces or Virgo live within your chart, and you could even consider the early degrees of Gemini and Sagittarius as those are all of the mutable signs. So until early November, I encourage you to double check your dealings, particularly in business. You are being guided to find the gifts through the boundaries that Saturn offers you. Meditate on the microcosm and the macrocosm knowing there's a divine order to all of creation. 
We had a very beautiful Gemini new moon conjunct the asteroid goddess Juno, and that was on Sunday, the 18th of June. And that new moon aligned at 26 degrees, 43 arc minutes Gemini, conjunct the silver gate of man opposing the golden gate of God, married to the asteroid goddess Juno, who on a higher level, Juno relates to tantric, sexuality, bliss, magic, and rejuvenation. So this new moon offered a special frequency and a window of high potency energies to prepare you for the solstice point that came just a few days later. And as I'm recording this podcast for you on 777, we are still operating under the foundation of this Gemini new moon that really asked you, what am I being called to rebirth? Where am I committed? How do I magnify bliss in my life? What magic am I here to create? And I wish to remind you that which you already know deep within the cells of your body, that there is plenty here on planet Earth. As you flow with the river of abundance, you see the divine light in all of creation. On Wednesday, the 21st of June, the sun shifted into the sign of cancer as we welcomed summer solstice in the northern hemisphere and winter solstice in the southern hemisphere. The great wheel of the year turned and this time of summer solstice, also known as lithia, ignites the zenith of the sun and these rays of light exist to remind you of your own unique power and purpose. This solstice was quite unique as the sun aligned in Cancer and the moon aligned in Leo, offering this role reversal as the moon is ruled by Cancer and the sun is ruled by Leo or vice versa. The sun rules over Leo and the moon rules over the sign of Cancer. Meanwhile, a stellium within the zodiac of Leo was awakening each one of us in our divinity and our eternal codes of nobility. Although we are already immersed within summer solstice, you are still welcome to celebrate this time of the zenith of the sun. Perhaps choose one night to stay up all night and watch the sunrise, welcoming the stable solar force that emanates from deep within. As above, so below, as we see through this powerful wheel of the year, the festival of attainment is also the celebration of the return of the dark. So once we reach the summer quarter point in the northern hemisphere and the sun shifts into cancer, we also begin to welcome days that become shorter and shorter and an increase of darkness. Meanwhile, the fertility of the land is ripe. Greens are abundant. Herbs and flowers are bountiful. Baby animals are growing. And so this reminds us to celebrate, to enjoy our lives. 
as the sun is at the height of its power, we are welcoming the duality of all things, the light, the dark, the yin, the yang, the masculine, the feminine, and offering some form of ritual at some point throughout the summer, or if you live in the southern hemisphere, the winter, is a beautiful way to bring in that which you honor the most about your life at this time. On Friday the 30th of June, Neptune also shifted retrograde at 27 degrees, 41 arc minutes Pisces. Neptune, the planetary archetype of unconditional love, ruling the dreamscape and the unconscious. Neptune wishes to merge, to dissolve boundaries, and in Pisces, Neptune allows you to connect with your limitless potential. So as Neptune is now retrograde, you may feel called to reevaluate your far-reaching visions. Neptune will station direct at 24 degrees, 53 arc minutes Pisces on the 6th of November. Between now and then, you may allow your inner compass to be the anchor of support, trusting your inner resources to guide your dreams to realization. And finally, on the 3rd of July, we had a very potent Capricorn full moon at 11 degrees, 18 arc minutes, aligned with the holy day of Guru Permina, a time to honor your teachers, and the teachings that have fed you throughout your incarnation. As this full moon opposed Mercury in Cancer and squared Chiron in Aries, a moment was opened with this lunation for your deeper healing. And so for many of us, we were feeling extra tender. Guru Pramina is a traditional time to honor the academic, the spiritual mentors, any being that has assisted you in this incarnation. Every being's first teacher is their mother, and quite often the second teacher is the father. We are still within a window where you may give gratitude to these beings who have passed on their wisdom to you. Guru is the frequency of that which brings consciousness from the darkness to the light through mystery invoking clarity. And as we turn towards this weekend on Sunday, the 9th of July, Mars comes to meet the fixed royal star of Regulus. Regulus is the most royal star among all of the fixed stars and is known to be the heart of the celestial lion. Astrologically, the heart is ruled by the sun, as is the lion. So Regulus is this most royal part of the royal constellation. And we are really opening up our consciousness to this lion, lioness season as we're opening this Sirius Stargate, and soon the Lion's Gate portal. These lion-lioness teachings that connect to your kingly-queenly codes of creation to the most noble part of yourself, the most sovereign part of yourself in really truly knowing that anyone who is a leader 
is ultimately in divine service. And so we are entering a portal where we are encouraged to connect to our divinity and through our divinity to connect to our purpose and through a knowing of our purpose to actualize our service within the world, within this earthly plane. So on Sunday, the 9th of July, there's an opportunity for you to take some form of embodied action towards your life as an expression of divine service. And on Monday, the 10th of July, Mars shifts into the sign of Virgo and Pallas Athene also shifts into the sign of Virgo, the sign of the great celestial mother that aligns with service. So this theme of service is coming on very strong for us in this upcoming week. And service can look and appear in so many different ways. True service comes from a space and a place of devotion. Devotion Offering of yourself, of your time, of your being, of your arms, which are an extension of your heart space, of your mind, of your voice, offering in a way that comes from true love and that deep knowing that your potential is infinite and your reserves are infinite. On Tuesday, the 11th of July, Mercury shifts into the sign of Leo, shifting our collective communication to be more creative, more spontaneous, more expressive, more fiery, more fierce, more passionate. So we're coming into a couple of weeks where you're really encouraged to be strong and confident and clear in your messaging and put yourself out there in all the ways that you're called to. As we're working through these transits, we're also waning. Right now we're waning with the Pisces moon. We're waning from that Gemini new moon. And this is a time of great reflection and preparation for Venus retrograde season. So we'll be exploring these themes around the Venus retrograde in more depth in upcoming episodes. And in the meantime, I encourage you to book a one-on-one astrological divination session with yours truly. Book it now to align yourself with crystalline clarity within the chaos for this Venus retrograde season and the summer of 2023 and what you can do now to prepare yourself for this upcoming fall. I have a few other offerings I'd like to share with you. On the 16th of July, I'm offering in person in West Asheville, the Cancer Dark Moon Women's Wisdom Circle. That will be from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Also in person on the 22nd and 23rd of July, that's a Saturday and Sunday, I am offering a two-day We Are the Magdalene's Retreat. 
and it is going to be so potent and powerful where we dive deep into this Magdalene cosmology, into this Venus retrograde. You will experience kundalini yoga and meditation and breath work, sound healing, toning, stone medicine, and so many other transmissions will be shared on this weekend in honor of Mary Magdalene's feast day and the exact alignment of Venus retrograde. So that will be a two-day retreat. Each day is from 2 to 7 p.m. And then finally, as I mentioned, on the 8th of August from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time will be the Lion's Gate 8-8 portal, a ceremonial teaching taught online, live, and recorded. You may sign up for any of these offerings by clicking the link in bio or going straight to my website, Earthseed Temple Arts. Also, I want to encourage you, if you are not already a Ma Magic member of this beautiful inner circle, you're invited to join us within that portal as well for deeper support through all of these astrological shifts and through the cycles and the tides of the moon. I'm so grateful to be back with you all and look forward to deeper transmissions over the coming weeks. If you find yourself in the Chicago area in September, I will be presenting at the Pyramid Conference and so also within the link in bio, I will, within the show notes, I will share with you how you can sign up for the Pyramid Conference and please say that I sent you so that you are aligned with my guest list. May there be peace to the east, peace to the south, peace to the west, and peace to the north. May that peace anchor deep within the heart of Mother Earth and spiral out through the infinite cosmos, threading right back into the center of your heart. And may you affirm, I am a vibrational match to all of my desires. I am a vibrational match to all of my desires. I am a vibrational match to all of my desires. And so it is, Ashe. Thank you so much for sharing sacred space. I invite you to dive into my offerings of alchemical astrology, mystery school teachings, and global pilgrimages at earthseedtemplearts.com. Ensure you are receiving my weekly Venetian love notes delivered each Friday to your inbox, and you can sign up for those at Earthseed Temple Arts. You may follow me on YouTube at Earthseed Temple Arts. Instagram at Earthseed Temple Arts, and also at Stars, Stones, and Stories on Instagram, where you will receive regular insights and updates about our current cosmic weather. 
My prayer is that you fully awaken to the reality that you are a hologram for the collective. By being fierce in your authentic truth, you have the opportunity to elevate life on this exquisite planet Earth. Crystallize your medicine.